0: This is Elena in Motion, and you're tuned in to the Millennial Mompreneur Podcast. Let's start the show. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to the Millennial Mompreneur Podcast, a.k.a. the Mill Mom Podcast, where millennial women grow as CEOs of their bodies, babies, and businesses. My name is Elena In Motion, otherwise known as Elena And today, I am super, super excited to share with you my first ever co-hosting episode. And I'm so incredibly honored to share it with my girl, Latrice. Latrice and I are both from Michigan. Uh, we know some of the same people. We are both sisters in Christ, and we both went to Howard. And at the same time, we were in the same class. We had a mutual friend, but we never ever made it official. And I'm just super excited that you know God was still able to bring us together. So a little bit about Latrice. She is from Detroit, Michigan. She was called to non-traditional women's ministry. Her passion and purpose is to see women become whole, spirit, soul, and body through the transformational love of Jesus Christ. Mm. By day, Latrice works in the oil and gas industry as an optimization coordinator. And by night, she is a co-host on the Going Not Too Deep podcast with the mission of taking sex back for the kingdom. She is married to her amazing husband of three years and has a 14 month old daughter. She and her family currently reside in Houston, Texas. So let me just warn y'all right now that this episode is litty lit lit, and we are very honest and very real. And you know, at the Mill Mom, we discuss everything bodies, babies and businesses and today we're discussing the body and not only the physical exercise of it but also in the confines of sex in marriage. The mission of this episode really is to get us to understand that sex is such a pleasurable experience to have with your husband and if you're not feeling confident right now honey we got you. And this is your friendly reminder, if you have not already, please make sure that you are rating, sharing, subscribing, and reviewing the show. And if you are listening to this via iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, just know that we also recorded this visually for the mill mom tv on youtube so if you'd like a visual of this go ahead and click on the link in the show notes so without further ado i present to you sex confidence with latrice marie of the going not too deep podcast Hey! So, welcome to the Millennial Mompreneur Podcast, where millennial women grow as CEOs of their bodies, babies, and businesses. My name is Elena, and I have a special co-host today, as you can see.
1: Hi! hello, say hello
0: Latrice. Hey, everybody! Hi, hi, hi Latrice. <laughs> so I'm so hey. excited about today's episode. So before, um. I started this episode, I gave you a little bit of information about Latrice, yes, but I want her to just start by sharing a little bit of her story, how she got into podcasting, because she's a co-host of a wonderful podcast called <laughs> Going Not Too Deep, and it's about sex, okay, and Christianity, <laughs> all right, so it is just yeah. amazing, it's a game-changing podcast, and it's just amazing, so Latrice, tell me how you got started with podcasting.
1: So anyone who knows me or has known me would probably think that I would be the last person to do a podcast about sex. <laughs> uh huh. I would I I did, never get. Oh, by the yeah, way, no
0: Latrice and I went to school together.
1: But yeah, like, so we went to Howard together, and apparently, we've passed each other our entire lives right? and just wait, never wait. Knew
0: it. Can I just interrupt real quick? Because I got a funny yes. story. I got a funny. I yes. thought I told you this like. In real life, I feel like I told you this maybe like oh, in the internet, and maybe I haven't. Hmm. But I had a, a a class with your husband. I had a speech class. Did I tell you I had a class with him?
1: I think I, you did.
0: I think okay, you did. Okay, I may Okay. So <laughs> I, remember, I remember him, we were like, you know, and Evan Stevens was in that class. Hey, Evan, what's uh... up? And uh, I think James was sitting next to me one time, and he was like, hey, you know, you know Latrice? And I knew of you because you and Ashley were like right. close. Right. So I was like, yeah, no ever. of her. And I think y'all had like a gym class together.
1: Yeah, we had Pilates together. Yeah, yep, that's how we met.
0: Well, he was going to like Pilates. Okay. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> so exactly. But it worked so, out though. So. But he was
0: like, I know, but listen, though, he was like, yeah, he was like, you know, Latrice, I was like, yeah, I know of her. He was like, yeah, she's nice. Like and so I don't think he had like made his move on you yet. Like I don't think that y'all were a thing yet. And I was like, oh, so this man. Oh fighting. my god! I was like, so he is plotting. And so every oh, time yeah. I see you guys like on Instagram and your mo- man crush motivation, <laughs> I'm like, man, this man. The plan is his. Home. He everything huh? This he is a did. part of his master plan to give you babies, <laughs> <laughs> to he make did. you whitey. Okay. <laughs> And I was that just like, so I was telling funny. my sister about this too. I was like, you know what? That just proves that men—they know what they want.
1: Okay, they do. That is so true. So they like, I don't do. want to
0: hear nothing about. Oh, maybe he this. Maybe sis, it's no, no. maybe. Exactly. So he know or he don't. But yeah, right. I, I didn't tell you that in person because I. Don't think <laughs> So, So like, everything, like, literally every time, like, I see y'all, it triggers that moment. I'm like, (laughs) this man really
1: did this thing, like, He did. He did. So, like, we probably had been dating for, like, a year, and one of his friends told me that during that, not not your class, but, like, that same semester in our Pilates class, he also was in our Pilates class, (laughs) that he had told him, that James had told him that I was going to be his girlfriend. And I was like really see look that's what I'm they they know
0: listen and he was, and he was like, like look this was is like back
1: up this is right this is what it is like it's mine exactly and we had barely talked at that point like I don't know if we had talked at all at that point because we actually didn't start talking until the semester afterwards or that's after right. that semester the winter break after so that is so funny that
0: is <laughs> hilarious so I'm like I tell you every time I look like oh my god that speech class like this man really spoke this like y'all weren't even like talking like nope he was he was but the thing that's so that's so cute though like he was telling everybody it is cute
1: right it wasn't even talking to
0: you (laughs) like man you're telling everybody about her right yes
1: so yes. Yeah, So how did
0: you get into podcasting especially specifically about the topic the
1: so um okay a little bit of background about me like mm-hmm. I am your like quintessential church girl like grew mm-hmm. up in church almost five days a week in the church doing something like saying <laughs> on a praise team no no Not non-denominational denominational. okay, okay. Um, but like, I was just a church girl, like sang on a praise team since I was like seven, like was involved in all types of ministries, did drama, like just Mm, okay. small groups, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. In there. My mom is a licensed minister. My dad went through ministry school. Like we, like, I just was all up in it, right. All up in it. And, (laughs) and like, from a fairly young age, I knew that I was called to like some type of ministry, but I knew I wasn't like called to be like nobody's pastor or nobody's pastor's wife. Like there was, I remember this is like, this is very telling of my personality, I guess. It's like kind of (laughs) embarrassing when I think back on it, but like, I remember I had a crush on this guy Mm -hmm. in like middle school or maybe it was high school. I don't know. I had a crush on this guy and he said that he wanted to be a pastor. And then I was just like, oh, I can't, I don't. That I had to have. I had this whole moment of reflection of like, I don't think I want to be a pastor's wife. (laughs) Guess I can't like you no more. Yeah,
0: in middle school.
1: It might have been high school. Either way, I was young. Like I was gonna
0: say, you were mad young. Like you weren't a you weren't an adult yet, but you were thinking about this stuff.
1: Yes, I know it is crazy. It's very telling in my personality. Though I'm always like like, and
0: I was the opposite all the way in the future.
1: I was like, I want to be really girl. That's crazy.
0: Girl, I would have been the hottest hot girl, first lady. (laughs) 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 I'd have been a hot girl, first lady in there. Girl, no, a mess.
1: Oh, that is so funny so because <laughs> of that though like I mean everyone in high school everyone knew me as like the church girl I was inviting people to church all the time all the like, time yeah. you coming to church you coming to church like yeah. uh uh-uh. like we had this whole like I'm keeping my candy thing which was like all about saving yourself or whatever mm-hmm. and um I tell like my sex story on the podcast so I won't get into all of that but like even in college I started a bible study on campus like I I've took a while to find a church but like I still was very much so like it's me and Jesus like you know when you get to college you kind of got to figure out like you have this new sense of freedom so it's like what do I do what do I not do who do I want to be who am I choosing to be and I was just like no it's still me and Jesus (laughs) like I'm gonna have fun like I'm gonna go out I'm gonna do things but like it's still me and Jesus Jesus. so um and eventually like I mean people knew that people knew that I wasn't just like out here or whatever and met my husband my sophomore year. We started dating. Um, but even still, like everybody like everybody was like, I remember actually we had another one of our classmates um as a guest on our podcast, and her mm-hmm. husband, who also was a classmate of ours, was like, he was listening to it, he was like, oh, Is that Latrix? <laughs> <laughs> like, does, does James know James is my husband does James know <laughs> I was like yes like what oh, but honestly like if you would have told me shoot if you would have told me 18 months ago that I would have been doing this podcast I would have been like who who doing the who, podcast? Who did it, because it was, it's not me but God spoke to my heart very specifically last year and last year I had my baby, um, so like in this season of like transitioning to be a new mom, and I was coming to a place of like really needing a passion project again. Like mm. I was just feeling like God, like I I say it all the time, like I just believe that our, one of my biggest pet peeves is for women to define themselves by the roles that they play instead mm. of like who God created them to be. be. Yep, um, and like. I do not downplay at all being a wife or a mother, like those yep. are amazing and probably the most humbling titles that you will ever have. Yeah, God made you and gave you a purpose before yes. he gave you babies and mm-hmm. gave you a husband. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, okay, God, like I need something. I need, I need my purpose to get, like I need to get back into purpose. And we yeah. were going through a lot like with our church and like just spiritually and everything. So um, God started speaking to my heart, <clears throat> excuse me. He started speaking to my heart about this podcast, and he basically was like, Look, the world thinks that sex is theirs, but it's my creation at the end of the mm. day. And they have taken it, they perverted it, they turned it into all these different types of things, and they are bold about it. And it's time mm. that we as Christians take sex back. Like, it is my creation. It's time that we take it back. And I was just like, Oh, that's real. Okay. And he just started giving me all these ideas about the podcast, and um, my co-host, who's one of my best friends, Ashley, um, I started talking to her about it, and, like, God just perfectly aligned things to where we launched a couple months ago, Um, and it has just been so powerful. It's been powerful for us as the host, as well as just, like, hearing how other people have engaged with it, because at the end of the day, like there's not much out there with people Christians talking about sex, about sex like, yeah there are so many sex podcasts and yes I tri- so <sighs> funny story I tried to listen to one of them mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna say the name of it one of my friends was telling me like and she's like she's a believer but she you know she's not like as mature you know she's not like a most mature believer I'll put it that way and she yeah. um she was telling me about how she was having a conversation with her girlfriends, which I think this is funny that, like, even she recognizes it, that, like, married people should be the ones having the most fun in the bedroom, but, like, it's mm-hmm. all these single people out here, like, mm-hmm. having all the fun, and she told me about this, this sex podcast that she was listening to, so she started listening to a bunch to try to get ideas, and she pulled it up, and the topic at the top of it was um, sex in the church, so I was like, oh, I'm gonna listen to it, child. What? I could barely get past the intro. <laughs> like, Wait, what? Wait, what? It was. It was vulgar. It was mm. like, mm.
0: Mm. I just.
1: It's I respectful. Yeah. How you gonna <laughs> I, have? Mm -mm. I can't stand that it was I mean and that was I mean this was before they got into the topic and like even still I can I could not finish it but like just listening to like they had an ad for some sex store or sex toy store or whatever but like the way she was talking about it it was just like it was so vulgar and like Mm. dirty and I was just like "Mm -mm." and look I'm here for some fun in the bedroom, bedroom okay, okay. like have no fear listen but- <laughs> yes that's why y'all need to listen because um she shall yes, right. listen listen to the podcast yes, and yes. see, like this is not your mother's like you know do it in the dark like <laughs> missionary only exactly like no, this no that. At listen all. one of their segments
0: on the podcast is throw it back
1: okay that's all you <laughs> Yes, bam. Yes. So have no fear. We like to have fun, but but still, like it doesn't have to be dirty. Like yeah. and that's part of what the purpose of this is, right? It's for there to be a space for Christians to talk about sex. Because the other thing that God told me, as He was like pouring into me in preparation for this, was that like as women in particular there's so much guilt and shame centered mm. around your sexuality and mm. because of that because we're trying to keep this part away from him it's mm. hindering our relationship with him oh that's good Instead of us being able to be whole and in, in ourselves and allow God to heal that part of us we try to hide it from him because we have all this guilt and shame associated with it because of what we've been told from the church or I've been told from my mama or what we've been told from men like yeah. all these things that like if you like sex then you're a oh like, or something like Uber, yeah, which yeah. is not true it's not true at all so um we just wanted to create a safe space for us to have fun and real and honest, honest conversations, conversations about sex so and I know. think y'all do that
0: so so well oh, like I don't feel, like it's it's like y'all be really talking about like real stuff but it doesn't it ever feel awesome. like girl that's a lot like it don't ever feel like <laughs> this is like Cardi, Cardi B, like, you know, I yeah. love Cardi, but you know, it don't feel like, <laughs> yeah. you know, y'all are selling like ear porn or something. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's exactly. just, it goes, it goes deep, but it's not
1: like, it's not like, too deep. Not, yeah, That's no, the it
0: point. <laughs> There <laughs> it is. There it is. That's the title. <laughs>
1: That's
0: but I really love what you said about like how we kind of try to keep that part away from God mm-hmm. where we're like our sexuality and stuff because I feel like I feel like for me when I was growing up like my sister and I we both got purity rings after we started our cycles oh wow yeah (laughs) I mean yeah purity rings from our parents like when we started our cycle and stuff but it was just kind of like awkward it was like here you know what this is for like it wasn't like and you know I feel like our Mm. parents like they weren't as comfortable like they're they're at that age, they're thinking about, like, how can we provide? How can we, right, you know, because, right. you know, they're black and they're trying to make it and stuff like that. So right. I don't think that they were really connected to, like, all right, purity and, like, all the emotional yeah. and, you know what I'm saying? Everything that goes into that. Um, and so, but I wasn't a virgin when I got married. And I feel like that. Neither that- was I, sis. <laughs> you said what? Neither was I.
1: <laughs> oh. <No. laughs>
0: well, there we go. But I do think, I do think when I was having sex, um, there was a sense of like shame and like guilt with it. And I don't think it was because of like God or anything. I feel like in the moment I was I was living it up. I was right. I was throwing it mm. out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I feel like at the end of it all, I was feel I would feel empty, like I would feel like aside from like the religion thing. I would feel just like empty. I would feel like I I needed it or just, Mm. I just wouldn't feel like whole, you know? Mm. So I'm wondering if you think, or like your opinion, like, do you think our history with sex, do you think that has something to do with like how we operate, like within our marriage and sex?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's the other thing is that, like, we don't get me wrong, like, we absolutely 100% believe and we try to reiterate, especially in the beginning, as much as possible, that like sex is for marriage, like, we are not advocating premarital sex in any way, shape or form. But we recognize that that's the reality, especially for I mean, I was going to say for most millennials, but like, look, we a lot of us had teenage parents or had cousins or aunties and uncles that had kids super young, right? So people have sex young for forever. Mm -hmm. Um, And that past, especially like if you're a believer when you get married. It gets amplified. Like the enemy tries to use that so much to divide. And like Ash and I share mm. our stories on the podcast, but like things that like you never even thought about, like for for years past, sex partners, whatever it may mm. have been, like mm-hmm. those things, like you hadn't thought about them before. And then once you yeah. get married, like all those things start coming to the top How of, of t- your t- mind, <laughs> Girl, yeah. Or like yeah. while you're having sex, you're having like repressed memories coming back, mm. like with your husband. Or like you all of a sudden, and actually um, on one of the most recent episodes, it was interesting to hear uh, one of our guest stories. Um, It was episode 12. I highly recommend it. It's probably my favorite episode now. But she tells a story about how... um, Sex almost ruined her marriage, and how basically, Mm. like, the enemy used her sexual past when she got into marriage to like stop her from even wanting to have sex with her husband because Mm. she felt so much guilt Mm. and shame, and so much, um, like, just she lost her sex drive and they didn't have Mm. sex for two years. Whoa, two years, two years, two years, Uh, ma'am. Like I said, that episode was hard,
0: okay, and that was like. six weeks we waited yeah we, we waited like eight weeks though because i was a little nervous i was like i need to keep you know right right i need to heal correctly so it can be you know what i'm saying but yeah like i said eight weeks is a lot though two years uh, though two That's crazy. years
1: two years but okay. if you listen to the episode like i don't want to sh- like share her whole story but yeah. you kind of record like it's when before you get married you're always like oh my gosh like I could never like two years what yeah. you, who, how yeah. but you realize like once you get into marriage like it's easy for like a day to turn into three days to turn into yep. a week to turn yeah. into two weeks to turn yeah. into a month like and then before you know it like I can understand how she got to that point of like two years however that ain't right <laughs> <It's not. laughs> right and the longer that you go it, um we talk about how like seconds of connector and mm-hmm. i one of my favorite favorite my highest recommended right now marriage book is called sacred marriage by Gary Chapman and he has a section in there um, about sex particularly to women and talking about the guilt and shame that you have to deal with but he Mm -hmm. talks about how sex is a connector that like we as humans are naturally selfish like it is Mm -hmm. our natural innate desire for us excuse me for us to want to just focus on us all the time, what we want, what we need. And marriage calls us out of that to be able to intimately give of ourselves to someone else. Mm. And that sex is a mm. physical manifestation of that. Like if it's not for that's sex, then, like it forces us out of ourselves to give of ourselves in a, the most intimate way possible. Mm. And um, I always that's like, some, that's some good stuff. Right, girl. deep. sacred marriage. Sacred marriage, sacred marriage, such a good book i'm gonna leave that Um, in the show notes yes please do um so it's one of those things (laughs) that like i i always say too that like when i'm talking to people who are about to get married i'm like there'll be times when your husband just gonna be getting on your nerves and then you're gonna be like like, we haven't had sex in a while let's have sex and then you like after you have sex you're like oh we good like yeah
0: that's real you know what too i can i feel like i can always feel too i feel it when we have it yeah i'm like Wait, yep. oh, like, like when we start like, uh, like passing each other by like, what's up? Good morning. Like, I'm like, what's the last time we had sex? Oh, it's yep. been a week. Yep. Let's, let's change that. Yep. ASAP. <laughs> ASAP. Okay. Well, let's yep. come over here. <laughs> okay. Yep. So it's, I can totally, I can totally see that. You know, I can, I can even feel, you know, when I haven't, when we yeah. haven't made that connection yet physically.
1: Right. Also and that's spiritual thing too. Is- yeah exactly it's so much more than just like because that's the thing with premarital sex right it's all about you and it's about like the fun of it or you know it's not about like the divine nature of it and like the actual purpose of it yeah but you know in marriage like it is a requirement for a reason. Yep. Like the Bible says yep. to not withstand or not withhold sex from your spouse, except for in times of fasting, for that exact reason. Like it mm-hmm. keeps you connected and it keeps you on the same page. Like, I, Holy Spirit gave me this uh, metaphor during one of the the podcasts, and I was just like, oh, come through. Is that sex <laughs> is the lubricant of your marriage, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, because I- without I- like, Right, exactly, like, because, you know, after a while, like, at first, you know, if you ain't got enough lube, like, at first, it's kind of like, okay, like... Maybe we can we can keep going. But after a while, you be like, "Hold up, wait a minute, like something ain't yeah. right, it ain't right, it don't feel right." Yeah, because you got it, and then you have sex, and then it gets you back, <laughs> it gets you back and on the same page again. It gets y'all it's like moving so, and grooving again. It's um, so real. Yes, it's so real, and like it's necessary. So, my other the other like passion point that I have on that is that so many women just kind of look at it as a chore especially like mm-hmm. if you grew up christian because all you've ever yeah. been told is that like sex is for your husband yeah he needs it so give it to him yeah and that's pretty much it so
0: like because i also know people who aren't saved, right or mm-hmm. you know who aren't ne- yeah. technically christians or whatever yeah. and you know they may have gotten married and the sex to them it may not be as good as like previous partners Right. So like, how do, how do we explain that? How do, how does like someone who is like, who is like, yeah, like this is not as good as what I had. Like, I'm still thinking about, oh dudes, like I can't even like, do you think that even influences like their confidence like within bed
1: and like, their relationship like what do you, what do you oh, think oh yeah about that? oh yeah and I think that's why it's so important that we focus on the purpose of sex right yep. like it's not just about your orgasm like mm. you sh- I hope that you do and like okay it's one well, is not re- ma'am <laughs> it's not that I mean Every time you may not, right? But like yeah. the purpose of it yeah. again is to connect you. Yeah. And like and for you guys to to release whatever stress you may have to yeah. re reconnect on that intimate level to mm. have that together. Like yeah. If you if you haven't seen your, your spouse in a week, if you haven't really talked to them all day, like that'll get you back on the same page, like get you guys back realigned. And I you know, I believe that by kind of taking like the world has kind of put the focus on like the purpose really is just to get you off, like, mm. and or for you to get some type of satisfaction from it, even if it's not necessarily an orgasm, right? Like you get mm-hmm. that satisfaction of a confidence boost or you mm-hmm. get that satisfaction of, of like feeling wanted, whatever that may be. Um But at the end of the day, like it's, it was created for marriage and it was created to connect you in marriage. Mm. Um So, we have to keep our focus on that, and like your confidence when it comes to you know being in the bedroom, you have if you keep the focus on that, it's like that confidence should come from knowing that by just doing it, like, yeah, like Nike said, just do just it, okay, just do it, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just do then it you, and you then, you,
0: then you start, you know, seeing like discovering certain ways and positions and things, and that yeah. you know, just. It just becomes easier, too. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I know how to get you, I know how to do this. right, like, yeah. And I do feel like that that definitely contributes with confidence. But I also know that like sometimes after, especially like you know, our audience is, well, my audience is moms, you know at the Mill Mom um, mm-hmm. podcast. like what do you say to like moms who like who have had children? And like a lot of us, our body change, our body changes. Oh yeah. And you know, we see like, girl, we see these women who go to the surgery table and then they come, nothing against the surgery. Cause you know what? I may right. have some later on. I'm like, You're, okay, right. ma'am, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm not against the mommy makeover, but but I'm not going to be selling like flat tummy tees and like waist trainers and all right, that stuff right, having right. a slim butt, big booty. like go to the gym, get this. But it's like, what do you say to like women who are like, struggling with that especially if like I know for me like and I touched on this on one of like the previous no mom episodes from hot girl to wifey Mm -hmm. like I know for me like yeah girl yeah (laughs) (laughs) I know for me like a lot of my confidence had depended on like my single status because I was able to like juggle men right but also like I just knew like face and body was like Perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And like now it's like it shifted a little bit, you know? And and it's, yeah, and I change. to, I to, it's changed. It's <laughs> changed, ma'am. And so I definitely had to like get used to it because I, I feel like I hadn't I feel like it, it's really been in like the last year. I feel like okay, like I'm that I'm feel like I'm that chick again, especially after these locks grow a few more inches. Okay. <laughs> back to alert, <laughs> back
1: to alert. Okay. So like
0: I'm just so for me, I just feel like, um, girl, I lost my train of thought, but I no, just think I that, you know, like the confidence, it just takes longer, oh, um, yeah. after you have kids, but like, what, yes. what, what would you recommend for like women who like have had kids, their bodies changed, you know, they probably placed a lot of their value, like me in their body and the things mm-hmm. that they could do. But like now, you know, they're struggling to have that mm-hmm. confidence, you know, yeah. in the room.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm i I'm right there with you. Like my body does not look like my body, <laughs> okay? It does not. Um, girl, it for, only
0: happens for uh, listen. It only happens to them, ce- them uh, celebrity girls
1: mm, For real, okay? um <laughs> right? But, the Tiana
0: Taylor snapback had me fooled.
1: Oh but I don't my think I, honestly, gosh. I don't think she got
0: surgery though, because she was always like rip. She yeah, she yeah. was always ripped So yes. that was a bad example. But yeah. still, Tiana yeah.
1: Taylor, Sierra, like all of them. Yeah. Do you, just be like, you just have like a little baby? <laughs> like, what? Just what? I'm like, what? what? Exactly. Do <sighs> it again, girl. Right. It's looking free. amazing. Like, what? looking beautiful. So, so amazing. Love her. I love her. Yeah. I love her yeah. Me too. Can I
0: just say, I'm so proud. Like, when I hear level up, I feel that in my spirit because I'm yes. like, girl, I know what you've been through. Listen, because I've been through that too when you dated i mean i didn't have a baby with no with the man but i you know i did that too and like you just leveled all the way up you got god a new yes, man a new right. just, all of it and you know yeah. she got the blessing of a child of, of, yes. of two children Dude, you know even yeah.
1: though yeah that's what i'm saying she got a blessing mm-hmm. um, but yeah. yeah so what do you say to that? <laughs> but yeah we love you <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give me your next video. Hey,
1: hey, hey. yes. So uh. oh, yeah. So what do you
0: say to like? What would your recommendations or like? What have you done? that you know
1: first I would say to take ownership of your sexuality Mm. and that is like a Mm. key point that I will always tell women is to take ownership of your sexuality Mm. like it is not his responsibility to initiate sex all the time it is not and like and if you are not enjoying it and that's why you don't initiate it then find ways to enjoy it like yeah because the fact of the matter is is that like Sex was also created for our pleasure. Like, Ma'am. not to, and sorry if this is like too, no. too bold. Vul- no, nope. <laughs> it's not vulgar, but like too bold. But vulgar. like, God gave us a clitoris for a reason. Okay. Like, and there's only one purpose for it. One, for one and one only, <laughs> which like, is I mean, to he give you sexual out, he pleasure there yep. you go here you go for the woman like for the, the woman. man got he got there's lots of purposes to, to his exactly. thing but for exactly. us we, it's one purpose one purpose
0: that's God crazy. desires
1: for you to get off so like if let's you haven't go. been able to figure it out yet like look you take that ownership you say babe let's try something different today let's try something let's new th- let's do this let's try a different position let, like, and you know what let me
0: tell you right this. now ladies 10 out of 10 I would recommend <laughs> <laughs> Not a 10 hour recommend. Let me tell you something. I listened to you, I think it was episode six. I feel like that one time. I, I said you when I tell you that mm-hmm. afternoon, baby. Come on. That afternoon, I feel like maybe just listening to your podcast got me in. And it was so crazy because it wasn't like like I feel like it got me into the spirit. Like in the yeah. spirit of like just enjoying myself. So like, many
1: people have told us that listening like to our a, podcast makes them horny. I know,
0: but it's but it's but it's and I okay so I was afraid of saying that because I feel like but it's like no that's that's how it's I feel like that's how it's supposed yeah, to be. because it, exactly. it didn't feel dirty or anything but it was like oh it gets you deeper into the thoughts yeah of
1: like yes like this
0: Cause is mindfulness
1: way. is such a big part of sex like especially for women yes. like your mind has to be there or like because then if your mind isn't there your body's not gonna yes. be there yes so I love that point. you gotta have you gotta your mind has to be there so like I love yeah. when people say like oh like I'm Tell you know, you, it got my mind there.
0: Listen, that afternoon, girl, Latrice, I, uh, and you see, I messaged you. I was like,
1: "Girl, yes, <laughs> yes, this is what I'm here for." You know, like
0: I was like, "Yes, this is this is amazing." Like, so. yes, I'm gonna link so, your
1: podcast and everything in the show notes and stuff. Oh, thank you. It's
0: just so amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's so yes,
0: confidence tips. Take
1: take ownership of your sexuality and then do what you need to do to feel sexy again. Like, you know, your body is not going to change overnight. Like that's just a fact. Mm. And it probably will, without surgery, it probably will never look the same. Same, And that's fine. Like one, you know, Remember that like God created our bodies to move and shift and do all these things in order to carry babies. And that is an amazing thing. It's something to be proud of, it's something to honor your body for, it's something to be to show gratitude for your body for because that that body carried that baby, nurtured that baby, sustained that baby, maybe breastfed that baby Baby, if that's what you chose to do. Like it is it's something that you know you take you should take pride over that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then figure out what it is that you need to do to feel sexy again. Like start off with some, you know, some lingerie, if that's your thing, or some perfume, if that's your thing, or, you know, just, even if it's just like spicing it up, like figuring out someplace new to do it, like, if that gets you like, you know, feeling Uh, sexy again, whatever you need to do, um, while, you know, if it's your desire to work on your body while you work on the physical component of your body. Yeah. Um, there's no shame in that too. Right. Like, and as you see changes, like that also will boost your confidence and all of that. And obviously, like, that. tell you whatever it is that you need yes, to do you on do. that. Like, and I love her. I
0: love that because I mean that's one of the pillars of the millennial entrepreneurs bodies, babies, and businesses. Because I feel like for so long and like generations before us as well, like if one or the other was ignored, right? Like you need to take over, you need to take ownership of your motherhood journey. Like no one could be that your child's mother the way that you do. Like you need to take ownership of your body. Your body's going to go through changes. And I find like, you know, exercising for me, and I may be biased because that's like a part of my job, but like I feel so much better. It's not even just like if I see results, oh my God, but it's just like right. afterwards, just I feel better. like I feel better because mm-hmm. in that time that I was working working out, I was exercising my ownership of what I did. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was taking the dom- like control over it, dominion over yeah, it. Like, yeah. Just exactly. And I was I was doing what I said I would do. And it just made me, I feel like when I, when I started working out consistently and then just, you know, adapted to my body that that way, like it just made me feel better. And bar exercises specifically, they help with Kegels Mm. and tightening things up down there. So shout out that.
1: Come A on, shout bar. Out,
0: bar exercises. So if you ever tried, because I know, I know, uh, when I was listening to the episode twelve, I know you said that you were training with Caroline or somebody, and you, Caroline, mm, Carolyn, yes, Caroline. And she was doing weight. I was like, oh, she need. I don't know. Have you ever tried bar before?
1: Yes, I have okay. bar before. Do, do mm-hmm. you like it? Ooh. Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, so we didn't have, we didn't consistently have a class at okay. my gym. So okay. like when we did have it, I would go, but we oh. just never consistently okay. have one. But I was looking on YouTube and there's some bar stuff there. Like obviously yes. I don't have an actual great. bar, but like they- still do the moves. So, yes. They ha- <laughs> And the
0: movements are really great for your pelvic floor and stuff. But like, yes. yes. So, yeah. So I'm, I just felt like when you said that, I was like, that's so real. And that's why it's one of the pillars of the millennial entrepreneurs Because, like, yeah, taking command and control of your body and not letting your body control you, that's where your spirit is housed. That's where your energy to do the things that you do is housed. Like, yeah. you have to own it. And to have sex, like, right. that is, you know, that is your body. Your body is you. So, yeah. I yes. love that part. So Me I love too. that. So you said the ownership of your body
1: mm-hmm. and the first thing
0: you said was what again
1: it was, it was so take ownership over your sexuality, sexuality yes and then like figure out what, like, it what you need to do to, do to, to be, sexy, be sexy to feel sexy again, again. Mm-hmm. i love it from the little stuff to the bigger things like the small like figure out something you can do tonight <laughs> like ma'am tonight like go find some lingerie <laughs> or,
0: like, so Somebody like, told me like, amazon
1: was clutch i was like mm. really i was like, Is So, it really- I've never bought a lingerie off Amazon. That's different. But I always shout out Shein because Shein, Shein got you did mention lingerie. that Shein. Don't
0: they got like, seven, $7 dollar lingerie, y'all.
1: Probably, probably, okay. Probably, but they're legit. I've they're bought legit? Okay. lingerie from them multiple times for seven dollars, y'all. Seven dollar
0: lingerie. I love it. Fashion overdoes. Fashion too, especially because like most
1: times, with lingerie you're not gonna wear it like multiple times exactly so it's like you so might why are we slightly. spending $80 on a piece I know of I did that right. like
0: right. one time and I was like why
1: did I do
0: that that was the biggest of money <laughs> never again <laughs> right. that was the dumbest thing it stayed on for like five minutes
1: exactly if that right.
0: if right. That. What? that's only because I was doing a little dance first or something right and then trying try to trying to get it trying to get aware out of it I'm like okay
1: <laughs> right let me not get too close <laughs> right <laughs>
0: exactly so have you ever like gone through like an experience like a period where like you just like didn't have the desire to like have sex or yeah oh wow okay yeah
1: so I will say my whole first year of marriage really um Mm -hmm. I didn't I wouldn't say that I I didn't like so well a few things one is that I was on a hormonal birth control that's Mm. like really reduced my libido and I feel like it also and like I don't know if this is scientific or not but I feel like it also reduced my sensitivity down there so like I just really wasn't like enjoying sex like that Mm. and I was that girl like I talk about how a lot of women that grew up in the church like all they've ever heard is that like it's for him so I was that girl that was like well he needs it. I'll give it to him. Mm. Whatever, right? And I remember, we like, there was a moment where my husband was like, "I want you to be into it too," and I was just kind of like, a, like, <laughs> like." I mean, okay, like, try to put a smile on. It. Like- but that's the thing is that, like, I feel like as yeah. women, we often try to like fake it till we make it, right? But like, we're not uh, actually trying to make it; we just faking it. <laughs> you no can only lot, do that. Right? Yeah, you could. You, you can, can only, only do that for so long. long. Right? Yes. You Before, it's like, okay, no, so yeah. And then get and then you start denying him. And then he don't want to ask because he don't want to get denied. And that's how like yes. you like for two years. Like Yeah. Yes. That's how a week turns into a year, year, turns into two years. Girl. Like yes. so, um, and that is really what I like I believe that God has kind of called me on this journey because it's been my journey of like, okay, if I'm not enjoying it, why not? And what can I do mm-hmm. to enjoy it? And um one mm-hmm. was that I got off that birth control, like I totally believe in birth control. We have a whole like get this off my chest moment on the podcast about it. Like, I am not knocking anybody. I have birth control in right now. Okay, like I'm not ready for another baby yet, uh, girl. So, we on the pull out and pray method. Who, amen and praise God for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay, we to praise God for you That's impressive. But see, here's the thing: is that like I just don't trust my husband to actually pull out. You know, like I, girl so girl i got on some birth control Tra- it's now hormonal um just because that's what my body needs i mean yeah. listen to your body like yeah I listen to your body but i know that yeah. it's severely really my libido so like mm. um because of that that like i said that whole first year until i got that um iud out um i was like mm, mm. over <laughs> meep <laughs> but, like I'm glad you're having a good time and like I like like doing all the little sexy stuff like I like feeling sexy or whatever but like the actual act of sex I was just kind of like mm, okay yeah and it really wasn't until after I had my baby that like I kind of went on this journey like that God mm. I would say God brought me on this journey of from like me starting to listen to different um podcasts there's a podcast called the love hour which I love it's um Melissa Fredericks, who's um, kept on stage, well okay. Like, yes, I've yeah. seen. I
0: haven't listened to it yet, but I've seen that. Before. Yes,
1: yeah. um, she does like a sex series every February, and like she does, like she talks about sex on a lot of her episodes, and just like starting to listen to that, like going on. That was my journey of taking ownership over my sexuality mm-hmm. and figuring out that, mm-hmm. like, one, I'm not alone and like because it's all depending on how your anatomy set up, right? Like people tell it, like the world, especially will tell you that, like. You're supposed to have sex and it's this awesome, amazing, incredible experience. And like, you, like it feels so good. And like you you are at time and like yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like, but if you don't know any better, you think yeah. that oh, there's something wrong with me. Yep. Like mm-hmm. it's just me. Like, there's just something wrong with me. And like I said, all the church ever tells you is that like he needs it. So it don't really matter yeah. how you feel, sis. Like, just mm. get it or he's gonna cheat on you. Yeah. That's pretty much it. So um like I said, God kind of brought me on that journey from like educating myself and like finding different resources and learning to take like pride in my body after having a baby, like showing mm-hmm. gratitude for my body and just like, especially I would say to have a baby help because like it made us get more creative with like winning where we have when sex. It, yes, like. it
0: really will. <laughs> Listen, this quarantine?
1: Yes. It. Okay, nap time? Yes, exactly. Bam. Quarantine been popping exactly. over here. I ain't gonna lie. As yeah. It should be. Yes. <laughs> See, my husband was working for most of it, but like uh, these past bam. couple of weeks since he been at home. Hmm. Bam. Me. Hmm. Yes.
0: Y'all, ladies, get your quarantine <laughs> COVID-19 blessings. Okay. Yes,
1: exactly. Man, right little there. Especially the if you're day, working from home since you it. ain't got no. Girl, yes.
0: we, be, we be breaking rules, girl
1: yes on the clock should. on the
0: clock make it paid.
1: fun exactly yes.
0: you're getting paid to
1: love on your wife mm. Ow. Ow. <laughs> yes yeah, make it fun like make it fun. if you you know and that's why I said like a lot of that because he don't know like unless yeah. you tell him and that's my other point is that like in taking ownership of your sexuality you have to be okay with having the conversation Patience and that conversation room. isn't like I'm not enjoying it so what you about to do about it it's like yeah. no let let's try something different like yeah I want to experience something new in the bedroom or I want to try that's it someplace it. different or I want that's to try it. a new position and, like no man's gonna be like like, no nah, i'm good no nah, i'm a little mad <laughs> they'll be like oh shoot! Sure. okay you exactly. really you want me you really want me exactly like, you know and just that will make your sex life better because then he's more into into it, it. Which gets you more into it because he's feeling you more like listen all, men want, to feel, want yes. to feel that they want to feel that this is bad as we do yes exactly.
0: As bad as we do. Exactly. exactly
1: it's not more
0: because you know they they some babies sometimes but you know <laughs> right you know <laughs> right you
1: know. but the i think it's fragile I,
0: exactly <laughs> <laughs> I totally, I totally agree with that. I feel like the only time that I really um, didn't have a desire to have sex was, like, after Eden was born. Mm. Like, it was, like, on and off. I was, like, okay, like, let's do it. But I was also, like, I was having, like, postpartum depression, like, at the time. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it wasn't really until I started, like, rediscovering myself again and, yeah. like, loving myself. Like, I started yeah. my locks you know, at that time, mm-hmm. like afterwards and just like figuring out, all right, let me take a shower. Like, let me take care of myself first.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: And I think that's big, too, for like women who are like not desiring to have sex because they're not right within themselves as well. You yeah. know, like if it's, like, you have a lot on your mind, if you're, like, not confident with yourself, if you are, like, not sure, uh, whatever it is, if you're going through depression, it's, like, how are you, it's, like, how do I give myself to some, like, my own, um, even my husband, if I can't even give myself to me, you know, like, yeah. if that makes sense, but yeah, I totally, no, I true. totally, um, I totally think that, like, if someone is looking to get their desire back um, for sex, it's to really just, like, rediscover themselves that they're going mm-hmm. through that you know yeah
1: so, absolutely because yeah. mindfulness is so important like we we downplay it but especially I feel like especially in marriage right because it's it can be the same thing over and over again right mm-hmm. so like you get into this routine and then it's easy for you to be thinking about like oh dang did like did I put that up Did what, we about to, what am I making for dinner or like oh in the morning I got this meeting or oh this is on my to-do list like your mind can go all these different places mm-hmm. when you're like and that takes away from you being in the moment like when you said that it. in your
0: episode i felt yeah. that so hard because i was like sometimes i'm like oh my god what are we going? like when you said that yes. i'm like dude th- does she know my life <laughs> like i felt convicted in my life Jesus. i was like because men, because men men they're not really they're not thinking they about anything never. else they're just getting thinking about getting their you know stuff off mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. for us we're like oh she kissed me You're like oh that feels good oh what are
1: we gonna eat oh that yeah. feels
0: good it's just like the kiss you know it's just like it, it's really crazy. Like when you say, like, "Oh, that's so wild," because I do it and all like, the time. What
1: I've learned to help with that is to talk during to sex. <laughs> like, yes, and, also, and I use that
0: advice. I use that advice. Yes
1: it helps it, it helps you helps. keep because like if you're talking about something then you're focused on it like, on what you're saying at least for the exactly. most part you're focused Focus on, on it on what you're saying. um yeah. other thing i'll say too as another tip um so on this i got this from the love hour because they she brings on a lot of like licensed sex therapists sex, sexologists okay. all of that which I, I love it's like very educational um but one thing that i learned is that you're two times more likely to orgasm if you wear sex during sex so. i did not know that put some socks on because it's another mindfulness thing like it's one less thing that that can distract you from like your feet being cold can be a distraction uh, like something as simple as that can be a distraction so you're actually two times more likely scientifically proven two times more likely to orgasm if you wear socks during sex
0: interesting so this has nothing to do with like the physical part of it like oh the heat from your socks that it creates nope. it's just like the mindfulness part of that it's
1: just the mindfulness like it's one less thing to distract you during sex because there's there's always the things like i know i felt i know sometimes i'm in like it's cold in here especially when you stop, <laughs> like, it's cold <laughs> <laughs> he's like what's what's it's cold. what? it's cold what cold right and like he his mind is nowhere near there. I, like I told my, there I remember I told my husband I was like um when we first started like doing a talking thing and he was like oh like do you like that I'm like yeah it helps me like stay mindful and like stay yeah. present in the moment he was like oh he was like I mean what do you be thinking about during sex I'd be like all types of stuff he was like huh oh really yeah, really? yeah I was like, like yeah he I was like you don't think about nothing he was like no all I'll be thinking about us having sex <laughs> like
0: men are so basic you
1: exactly right they're so basic
0: they're so they are they really are just like so basic like.
1: right <laughs> i wish I it was that it. simple for us but it's, I not, know.
0: So. it's not i was telling Alec the other day i'm like we're literally thinking about like everything else like everything because everything else is always on our mind because we're thinking yeah. about jobs, all this other stuff and like, babies, jobs you mm-hmm. food what we're gonna eat activities mm-hmm. job again like all that and that's, I guess that's another question too, It's like, how do you balance like intimacy and like, you know, taking time to like invest in yourself and then like having sex? Because I feel like a lot of times it's for some people, you know, husband may work late, they may work different hours, the baby's not on a sleep schedule. You know, it's like, there's a lot going on in the house, especially mm-hmm. there's like so many factors, a lot mm-hmm. of women that listen um, are entrepreneurs as well. So they're mm-hmm. working all different types of the night, like how do you like balance that it's like
1: everything. communication communication communication. <laughs> communication like especially in transitioning that was the biggest thing I learned in transitioning to being parents um it put a bigger strain on our marriage than I even thought it would simply mm. because like Mm-mm. I mean this is our first both of our first time doing this right so we're yeah, like okay uh Okay, so how does all this work? Like, I'm like, I don't feel like myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hormones are all over the place. Everything. I don't know who I am. Yep. Like, I was breastfeeding. Yep. So I'm like, every, t- I, ca- I have to be around at least every two to three hours or my yeah. boobs are about y- to start yes. leaking. So yes. <laughs> yes. All of these things. And my been yes, pumping. Oh, all of it. I, know, I can't stand girl. pumping. I cannot stand Think about that. I'm Love like, I can't stand pumping. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Oh, and you gotta clean the part. Oh, right. Okay, but yeah, he was still working, and um. Like especially those first few weeks, he he went in the office because he only got a certain amount of time off because um, you know paternity leave in this country and maternity leave was just trash, was trash. So um, we while we had help, I had him like I let well I shouldn't say I let I was I, we agreed that he would go to work, and um, after the help left, then I wanted him mm-hmm. home. So like I just had these days where I was just like everything's changed for me and nothing's changed for you. You yeah. Like, oh my things. god and yes. like even after the after like my six-week period where we could again like I would just I mean if you're doing everything like you're tired right yes. or even st- I mean even if you're not doing everything you're a new mom so, <laughs> like girl, what? you're tired you don't tired. know what's going on you don't know who you day are you don't is, know what girl. day it is exactly Your hair like. <laughs> mess. right right girl. and that's why I mean I always I always the best advice that I got when transitioning to becoming a mom while I was on maternity leave was to take a shower every day, which sounds so simple, but like Listen, it helped me. Train. I didn't get
0: that I didn't get what my mom was trying to tell me, but I didn't do that. I, cause and that's why I was so run down. But
1: yes that's good advice. Yes, just simply to take a shower every day. But like, so we had to get we it took us a while to figure out like communicating, like, okay. This is what my needs are because I'm like mm. building up resentment in my heart because yep. like, I don't feel like I, I'm being able to do the things that exactly. I to yes. do, but exactly. you're still doing all the things yes. that this you is used true story. to do yep. Yep. and like, I'm upset about it. And so I don't really want to have sex with you because I'm upset and like mm. all these things. So like learning so to communicate like your needs and- Sis, it's okay if you don't know what those are, like especially during the whole first year. If you don't know what what your needs are. Exactly. But starting to talk about it. Starting that dialogue with your spouse will help you f- at least start to figure out what those needs what it to is because yep. then like he can ask questions. you can ask questions, you can sort through your thoughts out loud or even like mm. if you're out loud isn't your thing. writing it down, just trying yep. to get to like, okay, what is it that I need in this moment mm. so that I can get this feeling like myself again. Yeah um, it, like if you know physically as well as mentally, spiritually, emotionally, like starting to feel somewhat like yourself having that communication and then once you start communicating like then it's easier for you once your needs are met too it's easier for you to be like okay so we we're good now we got 10 minutes right now Now, yeah let's let's do this or like oh the baby's sleeping there let's go have sex it's
0: definitely more of a it's definitely when you start communicating they're so right like it's definitely Mm -hmm. more of a flow you Mm -hmm. know like because then your partner you know your husband you know Whatever he like knows what you're thinking or know knows like more of what you're feeling because like y'all been yeah. here before
1: the communication yeah,
0: is it, just there yeah
1: and it can be little stuff like I am tired but like yeah. I can't I can't focus if my kitchen's dirty at night and little stuff like that look and then he he gonna start cleaning the kitchen if, he, <laughs> exactly. if you tell him like I would be much more in the mood if my <laughs> kitchen was clean watch him start listen cleaning that's the kitchen. my incentive
0: that's my incentive to cook I'm like oh yeah I was gonna cook together there was a lot of dirty dishes today like I can't you know and that's just a lot of girl let me tell you on days that he wants me to cook guess what them dishes is clear okay <laughs> and don't ask me about the night after okay. but I'm like it bugs me and he knows it bugs me too, <laughs> you know and it, 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 yeah. it's also like it's definitely a practice Right. Yeah. Like it definitely like you have to practice. Sometimes you have to reiterate it. Sometimes you have to say it in different ways for them to yeah. get it.
1: You yeah. know, and this
0: is not just even like in terms of sex, but this is just like in your marriage in, in general. In marriage,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: You have to, may, you may have to say things a few times or say it a few different ways right. for them, you know, right. to get it. And I do yes. find, I do find once, girl, after, you know, you have some good sex and, you, you know, it's, y- y'all have, like, a good week and, like, all this stuff. They are more, they are so much more likely to, like, comply and they understand where you're coming mm-hmm. from more, you mm-hmm. know, because you've made yes. that connection. Exactly. You know, it's it really hard. It's connected. really hard. It's really hard to communicate, um, like, your needs and, like, all those things that you need from your partner when, like, you haven't had that connection. Yeah. you know so yeah. I just think that that's I mean it is it's so essential like you said communication is key and like sex is like a lubricant for your marriage yeah it's so yep. true it is so yeah so I guess <laughs> we're getting close towards the end now but I wanted you to leave our viewers our listeners um three points for women who need to find their confidence back into the bedroom
1: Yes. So the first is to take ownership of your sexuality. I cannot say it enough. Like I agree, it is not his responsibility. I actually heard the sexologist on the Love Hour say that like he can't even make you orgasm. Like it's your responsibility Mm. to orgasm. Which I was like, what, ma'am? Real deep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's. I mean, it's true. Like it is our response. If we are not taking the necessary steps to one, be mindful. To feel sexy, to be into it, to figure out what feels good to us, so that we can like be really into it, just like he's into it. Then we're not going to have a good sex life. So you need to take oh, ownership right. over your sexuality. Yes, ma'am. And part of that is figuring out what makes you feel sexy. Yeah. Um, you know, from the little stuff to the bigger things, from the yes. little changes to the bigger changes. Um, my second point. Is going back to what we just said. Communicate, communicate, communicate. It's communicate key. in your marriage. Communicate about what you like and what you don't like in the bedroom. And communicate about what your needs are. Because once you're once all those other needs are met, then you can clear the space in your Place. mind yep. to really be mindful oh, okay. in having sex with your husband. And then my third point is just do it. Like Nike said, just do just it. Just do it. <laughs> like Rotten I feel like it's one and two. As women though, sometimes we just like get too in our heads about it. Like like, it has to be perfect or it has to be I have to feel this way, or he has to do this, or like you know, I can't initiate, or yeah. and like for, I'll honestly say, like it, I was a little uncomfortable, uncomfortable with initiating at first, like, mm-hmm. and because yeah, I mean, I it's is vulnerable in some yeah. ways, right? Because yeah. like, you're putting yourself out there to potentially be yeah. like turned down, just like he would be, yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> it doesn't happen often, right? But like right. you're you're putting yourself out there, um, so like just just do it like even if you everything isn't perfect like yeah just
0: doing it I will, will s- get more into it it's it. It so true
1: because sometimes even when he approaches me, i'm like
0: i don't really feel like it but i'm like well you know what like why not and then That's i true. end up like Right. getting my stuff together you know what I mean get my whole feels wig snatched back Feel
1: so much better <laughs>
0: exactly I'm like yes and it's like dang I didn't even know that I needed that for real mm-hmm. and like now I'm just like in the practice of like okay if I really don't feel unless I'm like dog tired or something yeah I'm like kind of like oh no I'm just like no like actually I've been feeling it a lot better every time we've been doing this and I feel like mm-hmm. this so I I love that last point that's so real yeah because really. you're not going to feel like you know the you just want to have sex all the time. Well, right. some, sometimes, you know. So yeah, it's like sometimes you will, sometimes sometimes <laughs> you won't. <laughs> There's some time and periods, right. but it's like even in those moments, it's like just do it. I love just that. Do one. it. Simple, okay. easy. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Latrice, how can people get in touch with you? How can people get in touch with your podcast? All that good stuff.
1: Yes. So, um, you guys can find me on Instagram. My personal Instagram is Latrice Marie W L A T R E C E M A R I E W. And the podcast Instagram is at going not too deep podcast. Um, podcast The podcast is is not on our Instagram name. Sorry. Let me not confuse you. It's at going not too deep. Yeah. Um, so you guys, and I'll leave it in the show notes too. Yes, leave it in the show notes, please, because maybe I did say it wrong. I don't know. I'm tired, y'all. <laughs> it's <a> long day. <laughs>
0: it's late, girl, y'all.
1: It's a long day. I mean, um, but yes, the podcast training. is called Going Not Too Deep. Um, so reach out to us. We can't wait to engage with you guys. Yes, uh, it's amazing. We love the Mill Mom community. We love Yay! you guys so much. So honored to be here. So thank you for having me. We love you guys, too. You guys are awesome. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to leave every
0: everything that she mentioned, Um, her Instagram and going not too deep. I'm going to leave the um, link to your podcast as well. Because this really, really is um, so amazing. And it's been such a huge blessing for me. And oh, I tell you, listen, I've been using some tips, getting my stuff together. Oh. Okay, girl. Y'all, I'm on, I'm on <laughs> 10. Yes. All right. Yes. But yeah, thank yes. you guys so much. Thank you so much, Latrice, for like doing this. I am really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me. It's such oh, an honor.
0: Cool. Such an honor. Well, I will talk to you guys next week and that's that. Bye! Bye! Bye.